The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday, early evening, 518 on the East Coast, here to break down the eight-game schedule on the Monday slate for the MLB. And helping me here to break it down for the Monday schedule, you guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast. And of course, you're on the MLB Gambling Podcast. It's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how you feeling, my man? Hey, I feel a little better. Uh, Nick's tough loss today uh, at home, game one. But uh, other than that, doing well. Uh, good to be with you. We only really got uh, eight games of tomorrow. Yeah, eight games on the schedule tomorrow. Usually it's a little, um, get a little less games mm-hmm. on Mondays and Thursdays with it being, you know, getaway day and, and you know, teams actually having their schedule days off but uh nonetheless we still have some uh mlb on the schedule um i know we were talking about it offline that the mets and the braves weren't really able to get any if <laughs> at all any games in this past weekend i know uh, i mentioned in our little group chat and you said they only were able to get off about four innings there dylan how's yeah. the weather over there oh man it's not it's- looking good no, it's not looking good. It's pouring right now. I wish you could see outside the window. It's been miserable the past week. It's going to be raining all week this past, this upcoming week. So it, it's true what they say. You know, April showers brings May flowers, right? Yeah, there you go. It's uh, it's the first day of May. So uh, May 1st, hopefully we have a, a great month of May uh, as far as our betting goes. So um. Let's just dive right into it here, Dylan. Like we mentioned, we have a we'll start with the doubleheader. Uh, We'll get that out of the way first uh, between the um, Atlanta Braves. They are in New York to take on the uh, sorry, the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, are in New York to take on the Mets. Uh, So doubleheader scheduled uh, again, weather pending. So the first game is going to go off at around 110 Eastern time. Um, I see Spencer Strider is going to get the start for the Atlanta Braves. And then I think it's Denji from what I was kind of digging around. Yeah. Yeah. Denji Denji Reyes is going to get the start for the New York Mets. The lines currently sitting are minus 195 in favor of the Atlanta Braves and plus 165 for the New York Mets. Uh, Total is sitting at eight and a half with a little bit of vig towards the under here at minus 120. Run line for the Braves, minus one and a half, minus 115, and plus one and a half, minus 105 here for the New York Mets. Uh, Dylan, lead us off with this one. Uh, The Braves taking on your Mets. Yeah, so the first game, I'm going to go under eight and a half. Uh, I set my total here at 7.7. So like I said, it's raining. It's been miserable throughout here in the east. So it's going to be raining all morning. And they it, sit, it says, according to the weather app, it should stop around game time. So hopefully we get them in. But uh, yeah, wet, cold here on the east coast. Wind's blowing in as well. Mets on the season, generally they're an under team, three and seven toward the under at home. And in general, they're just having a really t- tough time scoring runs. Now they got to go up against Spencer Strider. 
He's been terrific in his last two starts, not giving up a run in 14 straight innings. It's very impressive. I think it's a bad spot for the Mets early on. So I think they're going to have a tough time in this series in general. Braves are a much better team. So going to go under eight and a half in the first one. And then for the second one, we got, I, I think, hopefully, uh, Charlie Morin and uh, Taylor McGee. No mm-hmm. lines up, but uh, depending on how big the Mets, Mets, I figure they'd open up as a dog, even though I do think t- uh, Taylor McGee is better. I think they might be some value here on the Mets. If we're able to get a plus 120 or better, I'll take a shot with McGill at home. He's much better at City Field than on the road. Batter's only hitting 162 off of him. Walks are a little high, which are concerning, but he's only given up two runs at home this season. Braves are only hitting 239 off of righties. They're much better against lefties. And Mm -hmm. depending on the opening price, you know, it it might be a good spot, a bounce-back spot here for the Mets to get one. But ultimately, I got to see what the lines open up. But that's kind of how I'm playing the doubleheader tomorrow. Yeah, I think I do like the Braves in the first game, whether that's uh, more than likely on the run line. Usually you don't play a minus 195 favorite. Definitely have the better pitcher on the mound here for the Braves um, with with Spencer Strider. And usually we typically see these games kind of split um, where you know, one team wins and the other team comes back in game two. So Charlie Morton has kind of been a thorn in my side. You know, I think there's been spots where I've been trying to fade him, but he's looked really good. And as those spots, I've really been on the road. I think this is another spot here for um, for Charlie Morton to fade against the Mets here. So I'm gonna take the uh, Braves first in the first game with Strider minus one and a half. I do like your underplay as well. Um, and then again, weather dependent, I'll probably come back with the Mets uh, in the same on the second game. So. Um, yeah, at least someday baseball's kind of get us through the early work day uh, on Monday. So those are going to be the two doubleheaders for um, or the doubleheader game between the Mets and the Braves on Monday. Um, uh, Dylan, before we continue here, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays over for our friends over at Shady Rays. Have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles and much more? Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've worn. Durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after your purchase. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. To date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. And if you don't love them, exchange it for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the new year. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. All right, D-Rock, let's keep it rolling here uh, for the Monday schedule. Let's go over to a 7.05 Eastern start. The Chicago Cubbies, they are in the nation's capital to take on the Washington Nationals. Left-handed pitching matchup here between Drew Smiley for the Cubs and Mackenzie Gore gets a start here for the Nats. I am seeing the Cubbies are a minus 135 road favorite and plus 115 on the money line for the Washington Nationals. 
Total is set at eight and a half with a little bit of juice to reach over at minus 115. Run line minus one and a half plus 120 for the Cubs. And for the home team, the Nationals plus one and a half minus 140. D-Rock, what do you think? A left-handed matchup here between these two pitchers. Yeah, I'll take a chance here with the Cubs. Uh, I got them a little earlier at minus 120, but I only made them a minus 125 favorite, so they did get up there in my price. But, you know, they've come down to reality this past week. You know, they lost four of their last five games. They just got swept by the Marlins. But I think this could be a good spot for them to get back in the win column. You know, Mackenzie Gore has been good and one of those guys that you could actually back uh, with the Nationals. But at home this season, the Nationals are just 2-11 and 11 straight up. Most of their wins have been on the road. Cubs, their top five hitting team. And since uh, Smiley's first start, he's gotten better and better. So I, I'm going to back the better team. I think Smiley is the better pitcher and pitching in better form right now. I trust the bats a little more. So I'm going to get give the Cubs here on the money line. Yeah, Smiley has like surprisingly been really good so far for the um for the Cubs. He just had that one rough start uh in his first start back on April 3rd, which was against the Reds, where he allowed seven earned sorry, six earned runs in just four and two-thirds innings pitch. But since then, in four starts, he's gone against some really good offenses, which has been the Mariners, the Dodgers twice, and then also the Padres. Um, he did win three of his last four starts. He did take an L against the Padres, but he hasn't given up more than two earned runs um, since that first start during the regular season. So um, he's in good form right now. I like this Cubs team. I know they're traveling from Miami to the nation's capital. It's not that big of a travel spot, but um, I think you definitely have the pitcher that's in the better form right now. So give me the Cubs as well on the money line, minus 135 uh, for this game. Uh, next game on the board, 7.05 Eastern start as well. We have the Cleveland Guardians. They are in the Bronx to take on the New York Yankees. Cal Quantrill gets a start here for the Cleveland Guardians, and Domingo Herman gets a start here for the New York Yankees. Yankees a minus 130 home favorite, and the Guardians are a plus 110 road underdog. Total set at eight and a half. Uh, run line minus one and a half, plus one forty for the Yankees, and plus one and a half, minus one sixty five for the Guardians. Uh, Cal Quantrill in his career against the Yankees has actually been pretty good. He has a three point three eight ERA against the Yankees in his career. Uh, Domingo Herman has had back to back atrocious starts for the New York Yankees. Um, pulling up the game log here for him, but over his last two games, he's allowed. I want to say it's been a 13, sorry, 10 earned runs over the last two starts, which was against the Minnesota Twins and the Toronto Blue Jays. Yankees split um, win, a win and a loss since last two starts. Uh, there was the one game where their offense finally broke out for the Yankees, but they got smacked this weekend in Texas in Arlington against the Rangers. I mean, right now, the last time I saw they were down like 14 to one. Um, I'm not sure if that game has gone final yet or not, but um I, I do, the, right now this offense is not in good form. I know I think Judge has is missing as well uh, for the Yankees, if I'm not mistaken. I know Stan has been missing as well. Um, Cal Quantrill has been a guy that I really haven't been able to trust. I know you've been a fan of him, uh, Dylan, but for me, I'm still going to back the Guardians here, though. I'll take Cal Quantrill in this spot. He's in better form right now. I don't trust um, Domingo Herman here. I don't trust the offense either for the Yankees. Uh, at a plus price, I'll back them here. So give me the uh, plus um, plus 110 money line price here for the Cleveland Guardians here, Dylan. 
Yeah, fifteen to two was the final of Yikes. the game. It was it was bad the whole week, and they got beat up. Yeah, uh, Judge day to day from the last thing that I saw, and you could hear the thunder that just went was outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and Insano, of course, he comes in the chat when we're talking about the Yankees. And uh, slight lean here for the Yankees here. I, I made him a minus one forty favorite. I'll take the minus one thirty. I do like Cal Quantra Munoff, but. You know, he is he has been better on the road than at home, but I'd rather back Domingo Herman here. At home, batters are only hitting 190 off of him. He has 25 strikeouts. Walks are down. He just has to limit the home runs, and Sano mentioned it in the chat. I don't think we need to worry about that with the Guardians. They rank 29th in the league in home runs. Uh, and last time they did uh, have a series in Cleveland, they won two of the three. I know it's a different uh, team right now. Yankees dealing with some injuries, but... I do think they're the better team. I think they're going to want to get back after getting swept in Texas, coming back home. Hopefully they get the game in, but uh, I'm going to lean here with the Yankees small lean. All right. Next game on the board is let's go over to Beantown. We have the Boston Red Sox and the Toronto Blue Jays. I think this is the last game of the series. I know they played a weekend series here. So 710 Eastern start Blue Jays in Fenway Park to take on the Red Sox. Jose Barrios gets a start here for the Toronto Blue Jays, and Corey Kluber gets a start here for the Boston Red Sox. Um, Blue Jays are at minus 130 road favorite here, plus 110 on the money line for the Boston Red Sox. Total is set at 9.5. A little bit of juice towards the over at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5, plus 120 for the Blue Jays. And the home team, the Red Sox, plus 1.5, minus 140. Um, Jose Barrios has actually looked pretty good in three straight starts here for the uh for the Blue Jays, um, he's been good uh, against the Red Sox as well since he joined the Jays. Just a one and one record, but he does have a 3.07 ERA in five starts uh, in that span against the Red Sox. Over his last four starts, the Blue Jays are three and one um, against the Red Sox when Barrios has started those games. Kluber, he has been really inconsistent so far this season. Um, he's had a couple of good starts, but it's been more bad starts and good starts for Corey Kluber. Uh, we take a look at what he's done so far this season. One and four with a 6.75 ERA. He did have a good start against the Orioles, but um, prior to that in three out of the fours, and three out of the first four starts of the season, I'm trying to say, is that the Red Sox lost all four of those starts. He allowed four or more earned runs in three out of those four starts. And against the Blue Jays in his career here, Dylan, since um, 2021, uh, he's 0-2 with a 6.27 ERA. I took a page out of Noah's book here, and I went on uh, Baseball Savant and looked at what the current Blue Jays lineup is doing against this, against Corey Kluber. They're batting 364 against Corey Kluber. Um with this current Jays lineup. So I like the form that Berrios is in. I'm going to continue fading uh, Corey Kluber here. Uh, give me the Jays a money line, and I'll look at a team total over as well for the uh, Blue Jays here, Dylan. Yeah, I can't back either pitcher in this game. I only made the Blue Jays a minus 117 favorite, but I did make my total 10.4. So let's go over nine and a half. Jose Barrios, he's been awful on the road this season. 0-3, 756 ERA. He's given up 14 runs in 16 innings against teams like the Angels and Royals. So both of those games did go over the number. Uh, and it's crazy because Corey Kluber is just as bad at home. 0-3 at yeah. home, 878 ERA. 13, 13 runs given up in 15 innings and five home runs. 
I, I can't back either his pitcher here. So first five over, I like. I like the full game. Uh, both teams are top 10 offensively. And Red Sox are 10 and 5 toward the over at Fenway. Over nine and a half, I really like. Yeah, I could get behind the over here as well. I mean, despite Jose Beers has been looking good over his last three starts, I mean, they could get into um he can kind of go back to his old ways like you mentioned he hasn't been very good on the road either so uh i'll I'll back the i'll back the over here with you as well i do like the over but i I will play the jays as far as the side goes in this game uh all right before we continue for the games here on monday night uh let me tell everyone about underdog fantasy best ball mania 4 is here and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. That's right, $15 million in prizes. So start drafting your teams, plus plenty of ways to win uh, with the NBA, NHL, MLB, and their player prop parlays. So head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. N. All right, Dylan, let's continue these uh, handicapping these games here. Uh, three games left here. Uh, 8 10 Eastern start for this game between the San Francisco Giants and the Houston Astros. Um, currently seeing Ross Stripling is going to get the start here for the San Francisco Giants. And for the Astros, it will be Luis Garcia. Minus 180 for the home favorites here, plus 155 on the money line for the traveling San Francisco Giants. Uh, total set at nine with a little bit of big towards the under at minus 115. Run line, minus one and a half, plus 115 for the Astros, and plus one and a half, minus 135 for the San Francisco Giants. I think first thing we probably need to mention here, Dylan, is that this may be a tough spot for the Giants traveling from Mexico yeah. to uh, Houston. Um, well, how far I, is the flight? By the way, you're you're kind of close. So for, I'll say this: so Cancun to Houston is a a little around two hours, maybe a little less, depending on if you have uh, you know wind tail and all that. But not terrible, well, yeah. It's it's really not that bad. It, you can always get there in one and a half hours. So it's it's a quick flight from uh, at least from Texas and down here in Houston to Mexico. So the flight won't be that long. But again, you also have to think about the altitude, right? Mm-hmm. That you know these players are coming out from playing in Mexico. Um, and you know, again, I think it might just be a letdown spot here. We'll talk more about the uh series of this uh in the uh that's happening in Mexico uh between the Padres and the Giants kind of at the end of the episode here. But so Giants on the road, they are four and eight uh so far this season. Our, uh, Garcia got off to a rough start to the season, but he's had really good back-to-back starts for the Astros, 13 innings pitched. He's only allowed five hits and no earned runs. He's given up in those two starts. Um, Ross Stripling looks like a he's looking like a spot starter for the Giants. He really hasn't gone more than five innings. I think he's only gone once, if I'm not mistaken, in the starts. He has allowed at least three earned runs in three of his five starts for the San Francisco Giants. And in his career against the Houston Astros, one and one with a 4.97 ERA. He's allowed three earned runs in two out of the three starts against the Houston Astros. So 
you know, with the travel situation um, or just coming out of altitude, you know, guys may be tired for the, for the, uh, for the giants. And um, I think it's just a bad spot for them. So I'm going to go with the Houston Astros on the run line here, minus one and a half. I think Luis Garcia can continue his good form here that he's built off in the last two starts for the Astros. Uh, So the run line minus one and a half plus half, plus one fifteen for me here, Dylan. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. I'll take a shot here with the Astros on the run line. Uh, we don't have to worry about a travel situation for, uh, you know, the the Astros. They're staying home. Uh, they're yeah. playing on Sunday night baseball as well. We like to fade people or teams who play on Sunday night baseball. But the Giants, like you said, they are coming from Mexico City and traveling out of altitude. That's another thing. They're traveling away from it. That's an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to fade them and Ross Stripling, to be honest. The, the Giants finally were able to win uh, the last game he started. Started, but they lost the previous four, 12 runs given up in 15 innings. And I like what I've seen from uh, Garcia, his last two starts against Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays, two very good offenses. He didn't give a single run up in either game. So I think they'll get to stripling. And when the bullpen comes in, I, I don't want to be on the Giants side, uh, top bottom five bullpen in the yeah. league. I was very surprised we were able to get plus money here on the run line. So I'll take a shot with you on the Astros minus one and a half. Yeah. I'm trying to pull up the bullpen numbers exactly here for the uh again they're probably gonna be inflated even more now with uh what's happening in the series in Mexico. But as it stands right now, they have a six point zero seven ERA, a uh, team bullpen yeah. ERA for the uh Giants, which is uh third worst in the entire MLB. So definitely something to keep in mind. Where the Astros, you know, they've always had one of the better bullpens. They have the fifth best bullpen uh as of team ERA right now at three point zero nine. So uh, I think that that's a good spot for the Astros, like we mentioned. Uh, so run line for both me, me and Dylan in this game. Uh, all right, Dylan, Penn ultimate game here, 940 Eastern start. Uh, another team that's going to be coming out of Mexico, traveling back home. That's going to be the Cincinnati race. They're traveling to San Diego Padres. Uh, like I mentioned, they are in that series in Mexico. They're going to be traveling back home to take on the Reds. Um, Currently, think Luke Weaver is going to get the start here for the Cincinnati Rays, and Blake Snell gets the start here for the Padres. Plus 175 on the money line for the Cincinnati Reds, minus 205 for the uh, Blake Snell and the San Diego Padres. Total is set at 8.5 with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 115. Uh, run line is minus 110 both ways here. D-Rock, we got another team coming out of uh, Mexico here with the Padres. Are we taking the same philosophy in this game, or I'm not sure if I can put money on Luke Weaver here. I can't put money on either pitcher, to be yeah. honest. I'll take a shot here with the under. I got a nine, still like under eight and a half. I set my total at 8.1. Uh, Padres, like you mentioned, another team traveling out of altitude. Uh, I'm going to fade their bats as well. They only put up two runs in altitude, in elevation. So don't really know how I could trust them uh, at home going back to San Diego. I imagine it'd be a little longer of a flight than two hours. Um, and, you know, they, they don't even hit righties all that well in, in general. 211 off of righties the Padres hit. Ge- uh, generally speaking, Padres under team 12 and 14 toward the under this season. While the Reds, last 10 games, they're 3 and 7 toward the under. So I just hope Luke Weaver doesn't get smoked. <laughs> if he gets smoked, I think we could be in danger. But if he, I think maybe he could take advantages of the travel situation for the Padres. And, you know, Blake Snell and the Padres, they've lost every game Snell has made this season. So you don't want to be laying $2, $2 over, excuse me, with the Padres in this spot. So it's either you want to take a shot with the Reds, I could see, 
or you play the under. But the, those are the only two ways I'd play this game. So they're playing in Mexico City. And we're just going to do some quick geography lessons here since we have time on the pod since there's only seven games. So Mexico City to San Diego flight time is six hours and 23 minutes. So yeah, I mean, that's much. Yeah, that's a little much. And then let's just do it to Houston. Um, Mexico City to Houston flight time, two hours and 20 minutes. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm not sure if I could trust either one of these these pitchers especially i mean god it's like picking your poison here yeah um i mean like you mentioned blake snell for the padres 0 and 4 5.48 era i mean you mentioned they've lost all five of these starts that he's made so far this season for the um padres and again you know captain insano has been pointing out every time that blake snell starts that you got to look at his walk prop because he's allowed Three or more walks in three out. Sorry, uh, three or more walks in four straight starts. He's allowed four or more walks in three out of the last four starts. Five or more walks in two out of the last three starts. So, if you're this, if you're the Cincinnati Reds here, um, and you're the scouting department, you got to tell your batters to stay patient. Just yeah. he's gonna walk you. So, um, I know they're in Oakland this weekend, so obviously not a huge travel spot for them. But God, if it was anybody else pitching, if it was other than Luke Weaver here, Dylan, I would have, I would have definitely backed, um, back the Reds here. Yeah. But I might, I might put just a little bit, uh, maybe of a quarter of a unit on the Reds here, just to see, uh, how the uh, Reds, sorry, the Padres respond after number one playing this weekend in Mexico City, and then traveling back to Sa- San Diego, which is about a six and a half hour flight. Two things real quick went yeah. off on this game. If if you get above a plus 185 and you're getting over close to plus $2 on the Reds, I think it's worth maybe a, even a quarter of a unit to just yeah. put on the Reds. It's worth it. And uh, you mentioned staying patient. They're, they're a very patient team in general. They're eighth in the league in walks, the Cincinnati mm-hmm. Reds. So I do think they'll be patient. Maybe you could look. That was a good uh, call on the walks. Maybe you uh, look towards a Luke Weaver uh, or, an, excuse me, a Blake Snell walk prop. If it's a one and a half, maybe two, he's going to walk you i know they also didn't start three main batters in the lineup for the reds here today whether they they finished up their series against oakland so mm. uh again uh the rest i don't know if they would call a rest advantage but i think there's i guess we can call that because you have a yeah. team coming out of altitude as well uh, in the padre so uh you know sprinkle a little bit on the reds it's almost we'll see what happens uh, all right, let's see. All right, last game of the Monday schedule. We have a 10-10 Eastern start. The Philadelphia Phillies, uh, they are going to be traveling to L.A. to take on the Dodgers. Taiwan Walker gets a start for the Philadelphia Phillies, and Tony Gonsolin gets a start here for the Dodgers. Minus 155 road favorites, or sorry, home favorites for the Dodgers, plus 135 on the money line for the Phillies. Total is set at eight and a half with a little bit of big towards the over at minus 120. Uh, run line minus one and a half plus 125 for the Dodgers and plus one and a half minus 145 here for the Phillies. We mentioned it earlier. Phillies are going to be playing on Sunday night. Uh, I'm going to say Sunday night football, Sunday yeah. night baseball. <laughs> um, they are going to be traveling then from Houston to L.A. versus L.A. They are um, playing at home this weekend against the Cardinals. Uh, so a rest uh, a advantage in that 
um, spot already here, Dylan. So what do you got for this game between the Phillies and the Dodgers? Hey, you just got out. We just got out of the draft. You're ready. You got Will Anderson. You got your quarterback. Yeah, You're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I, I am ready. <laughs> uh, but another total for me, I'm going to go over eight and a half. It is a little juice to minus 120. Like Munoff said, we'll probably see it get around nine. Uh, I made my total 8.8, so very small lean here towards the other uh, over. We have eight mile an hour winds blowing out of center field. And in the last 10 games for the Dodgers, seven and three towards the over. Phillies, they have a top five offense. They're hitting 278 off of righties. And in Gosselin's second start, I think they'll be able to get a few runs off of him. And, you know, and when the bullpens come in for the Dodgers, they have a bottom five bullpen. I never thought I'd really say that. Usually they have a good bullpen, but. Bottom five bullpen this year so far. I don't want to back either side, especially the way the Phillies having to travel from Texas to California after Sunday night baseball, like you mentioned. So I do think we see some runs here. Uh, so I like the over better than any side. Yeah, I'll lean with the Dodgers here. Um, you know, again, talking about fading teams coming out of Sunday night baseball. And it is, uh, you know, maybe uh, an emotional series. I don't know if I want to say that, but you know, definitely the Dodgers or sorry, the Phillies were looking for some, some type of revenge after um, the world series last year. And I think that um, Tony Gonson, I believe this is the second start of the season for the uh, Dodgers. Um, so I'll, I'll go with the Dodgers here. I don't hate your overplay in this game either. Um Yeah. That is it, man. That's only seven games. I know we usually go about double the time yeah. here, but it's only about seven games on the schedule. Quickly before we get into our uh, lock and dog, man, we didn't really get to talk about the uh, series in Mexico City with the Padres and mm -hmm. the Giants. You know, the funny part is a lot of people didn't know. Uh, I don't know if I want to call out any names. <clears throat> um yeah, there you go. Uh, that didn't even know that the series was being played in Mexico City. And everybody saw this total, and they're like, 15 runs, 16 runs, 17, 17 and a half, 18. What's going on? To 20 to, and a half, Rudolph. Today, yeah. And I then, took it. I took the under based on principle. You have to. Oh, no. I pounded the over yesterday. Oh, I absolutely oh, pounded the over yesterday, yeah. Um, and again, I, I mean, there was the information, yeah, was out there about, you know, the park dimensions the elevation how that's yeah. affecting you know the the the, the batters and, and the baseballs and the travel distance and all that good stuff so um i know today looks like it's trending towards the under at least right now but you never know yeah. what could happen when these bullpens come in but um i'm not sure if that's something that they'll continue here i know there's some people or some players from the traveling party of the giants that were arguing uh about not arguing, maybe just complaining about the humididor and stuff like that. But I thought that's something that we needed to discuss. Did you have yeah. any thoughts about it? I had no idea they were complaining. That's very interesting. But from I watched a few innings of the game yesterday. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Uh, it was fun to see it go sky over the total. It looked like a football game. It yeah. Was Honestly, I thought like were pop ups. They were just storming out of the out of, the, and it looked kind of like a triple A field to me. Didn't the it? Dimensions are like interesting. Three fifteen, right? Yeah, I think it's like three fifteen or three twenty down. Like I think right field. Yeah, so it, it skied over the number. Uh, I had I should have pound the over, but I, I know a lot of people that pounded the over yesterday. 
I, I couldn't even get in on the over today. I said today I set my total around like 19, 19.2, and it was at 20 and a half. I had to take the under. Hopefully we get there. I don't want to jinx anything. It's 4-3 right now, but yeah. we're getting back to the the good old Padres offense like we're we're accustomed to. They're, I don't know what's wrong with them offensively. I mean, they have the best lineup. I mean, when, when healthy, I mean, they got Tatis yeah. back. When you have Tatis, you have Juan Soto. Uh, Alexander Bogards. Uh, who am I missing? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody in there, but I mean, they have a very competent lineup, so we'll be see if they're able to put it together for the uh, for the stretch. Even Nelson line. Cruz, old yeah, Nelson, Nelson Cruz. Cruz, he hits bombs though, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with his Padres. Is, team. is this the only one, uh, like international series that MLB teams are playing this season? Do you know? I'm not sure. Um, I can look it up here real quick. Uh, let's see, international series. I know in football they have a couple. They have London. They're going to. They went to Germany. They're doing a bunch of different ones now. Yeah. So I think the. I know Malcolm was talking about the. Oh, they're going uh, to London. That's right. The, to London. Um, so they have the London one, and then they have Mexico City. Let's see if they have any more. And uh, don't think so. Um, yeah, but the London ones, I think in July, yeah, it's in June 24th and 25th with okay. the Cardinals and the Cubs that, that are going to be out there. So, um, I think Mal said he got tickets to that, didn't he? Yeah, he, he got tickets to it. That'd be very interesting. But, uh, do you think they'll do more next year? I think so. I think it's kind of taking a page out of like the NFL's book where, yeah. you know, they have the Germany game and, and the London game and they have the Mexico city game as well. So, um, and I know we know like baseball in, you know, Mexico and then like South America are, it's, 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 it's their sport. It's huge. Yeah. yeah. So I could definitely see them expanding, uh, even more for, for baseball. Yeah. Mexico had a really good competitive team this year in the WBC. Randy Rosarena was raking for them. Uh, Julio Rios too, for, uh, the Dodgers starting pitcher. They, they have a very competitive team, the, the Mexicans. Um, and even you even go down to Cuba. Cuba, yeah. I think, are, would be a cool destination. You know, uh, especially have like Miami. You have a lot of Cubans down in Miami. Have have them play a series. I think it'd yeah. be very interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw the Rays and yeah, uh, like the Dodgers like next year in 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 Mexico City. Uh, just because you mentioned Randy Rosarena, he was really good for the for the Mexico national team there. Didn't even um, the NFL have a Mexico City one where it was like a shootout? It was Patrick Mahomes versus it was like Raiders and was it Raiders and the Chiefs or something like that? Oh no, it was Rams and uh, Rams. Rams and Chiefs. It was like fifty four yeah. to fifty one. <laughs> you like just that. slammed the over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember uh, that. So it, it's getting good. I, I I like all the the play in the international, you know, because I feel like all the sports, especially baseball, is so it's just, it's their pastime. You know, we talk about yeah. it's America's pastime. It's literally their pastime. It's their biggest right now. So and that's like their national sport too, right? Like we like we salivate over base or sorry over yeah. the NFL here, like. For like you know, you mentioned Cuba, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Mexico, like baseball, and and I think baseball in those countries, like in South American countries, but like soccer is is huge in Mexico as well, obviously. So, yeah. um, yeah, hopefully they keep playing the games there. I think it's it's a great it's a great way to you know expand internationally for the game of baseball. So especially to see the the people that they look up to actually come to their country, you yeah. know, and get, have a chance for them to see their players because. Mm-hmm. 
what are the really odds of them actually coming to the states? And and nowadays it's so expensive, you even afford to go to a game. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, obviously, all the games are like in the states, right? So you yeah. know, obviously, with with you know, immigration and all that stuff, like you can't, you know, whichever country that's outside of the border, like you can't come in and watch these players. So I think it's a great thing yeah. that. MLB, NFL, NBA has done, you know, some games as well internationally. So it's yeah. good that they're able to get out there for those countries. 100%. All right, let's get into our lock and dog here, Dylan. Uh, you want to lead us off here with your lock and dog? Yeah, I'll start it. Uh, for my lock, I'll go to that Blue Jays-Red Sox game, and I'll take the over. That was my favorite play. Really stuck out. I'll take the over 9.5. I'm just going to fade Jose Barrios and Corey Kluber. Both pitchers have an above 7 ERA. They just give up runs galore. We got winds blowing out. Fenway, 10-5 uh, and five towards the over the Red Sox this season. So it's just been a consistent theme for them. They have a really good uh, lineup, but their pitching is so-so. So uh, I love the over 9.5 here and for my dog there wasn't really too many plus plays uh depending on what that second game of the Mets might be but uh I'll take the Houston Astros on the run line plus uh plus 115 I got plus 120 it doesn't really matter but uh yeah I'm just gonna fade the Giants here coming from Mexico City and Luis Garcia after those two starts against the Blue Jays and Rays I think he could keep the momentum going so plus uh minus one and a half excuse me for the Astros as my dog um all right for my lock i'm gonna go with the cubs minus 135 right now on the money line against the nationals drew smiley has been really good for this cubs pitching rotation so far and frankly the entire pitching rotation for the cubs has been really good justin Steele. He had a pretty good outing uh, today. Marcus Stroman has been good as well. Drew Smiley has been good as well. So I'll, I'll take the Cubbies here, minus 135. I have the same dog as you, Dylan. Um, oh, I think no, we can't do this again. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to do it. I, oh, like, no. This, no, we're we're going to have to do it. Minus one and a half plus 115 on the Houston Astros. I think it's just everything that we talked about with the Giants coming out of Mexico City, and I think it's just going to be a good spot here for the Houston Astros. You know, I know they're playing on Sunday night baseball, but it's really not a a it's not a travel spot for the Astros. And Luis Garcia yeah. has been really good in back-to-back starts, so I think that he'll be able to carry that momentum into um Monday night against the Giants. And I think that you might have some tired players uh for the Giants. Uh I might this might just be a series where I might just be fading the Giants all all week uh, against the Astros at least early on until they get back home. Um, so I'll take the minus one and a half plus one fifteen for the Astros. Um, I know both you and I discussed at least putting something on the Reds tomorrow, but I think you know, yeah, just for the situation that they're in, I wouldn't put a lot on it. Maybe like a pizza bet or some beer money yeah. on it, but I think it's a good spot for the Reds as well. I like that pizza bet. Yeah, pizza. All right, Dylan, that's going to do it, my man. Uh, Short schedule on Monday for MLB. Anything else you want to mention before we get out of here? Uh, No, I did want to uh, mention we got 1,000 followers, correct? We did. We've been at it. We did get a thousand followers on Twitters. Yeah, so thank you all to uh, who followed and and make sure to. Keep keep it up. Uh, we got a lot more coming this uh, content coming this way. We got a few more months. We got All Star break coming up, so more content, more uh, British accent from Mal. 
Yeah, Mal should be back tomorrow for the uh, Tuesday games. Um, and then, like Dylan mentioned, the first week of baseball – or sorry, first month of baseball is in the books. Um, long way to go. Big uh, Long season as well. We'll slowly get to the All-Star break. And then, um, I mean, it's so far-fetched for the uh, playoffs. But we're going to grind it out here. Appreciate everybody that's followed us on um, on Twitter for the MLB Gambling Podcast account. Um, also, do yourselves a favor. Make sure to follow us on uh, YouTube here if you haven't subscribed already. Uh, and, if and if you haven't already, leave, leave us a rating and review. Spotify, Apple, wherever you do listen to your podcast. It really helps us grow the show. Uh, make sure to follow Dylan on Twitter at D... Sorry, at D Rock. At Rock with 2Ks24. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Uh, we'll be back on monday for the tuesday games as usual look out for us then till then good luck with your bets let's break these books off and let it ride